And welcome to another edition of Eat Sleep Podcast Repeat. My name is Dave Taylor. Thanks for hanging out with us as we look at WWE's Fastlane event, which uh, took place on Saturday. And, uh, I, I, you know, it's it a weird watching the show. And I'm going to mention this because I don't want to forget. But every time they went to a replay, they had that little vroom, vroom sound effect. Uh, but at first, I, I thought somebody had, like, you know, was hitting, like, that air horn button, that sound. I don't know why. Every every time. Every time. We had uh, five, just five matches on uh, WWE's Fastlane premium live event. So we're going to look at those. Uh, first, uh, a little bit about us. We're Eat Sleep Podcast Repeat. We're a part of a couple of radio stations in Virginia, FM 99 and 106.9 The Fox. You can find us on the website there under the media tab at fm99.com or 1069thefox.com. And you'll see a playlist of some of our previous episodes. Like interviews, let's see, Paul Heyman's been on the show. We've had Seth Rollins. He was on the show. Uh, how about Big E? How about Eddie Kingston? How about Mark Henry? How about Wardlow, who just reappeared uh, the other day in AEW? Let's see how that works out. Uh, we had Raquel Rodriguez recently on the show. And also Goon 30, longest reigning Intercontinental Champion, who... Did not have a match at Fastlane. I think they could use like one more match. Uh, anyway, that's where you can check us out. Also, anywhere you listen to the podcast, like how you're doing it in here. SoundCloud, Stitcher, TuneIn, iTunes, and any other SoundCloud app, uh, you can find us. Just search ESPR Wrestling, and you can take us uh, wherever you go. And without further ado, we'll look at the uh, the five matches at Fastlane. There are long matches. I, I kind of assumed that with a five-match card, and there's going to be a lot of stuff in between. Uh, by the way, pre-show, uh, if you don't watch the pre-show, but they, of course they replayed it because they were going to replay this, uh, and they only did it once, I was expecting it more. But uh, Jade Cargill showed up. Yes, Jade, who, uh, of course, has been signed by WWE and been treated as a superstar. And uh, we're going to see where this goes. Which, by the way, I, I think they're doing it for a couple of reasons. One, because, you know, she, she became a known name in AEW. But also, you know, this name treatment, if if you're an AEW going, man, I, I wonder if I go there, would I get the same kind of treatment? Well, yeah, they're, they're going to, you know, entice people to come over, you know. Plus, but she looked like a star. Oh, my gosh. She got out of the uh, the SUV and, you know, she she was ready to go. She she walked over, uh, this, you know, and, and met up with Triple H. She didn't have any audio on or anything, but uh, but she she looked like a star. I, I will say that. And, and that's that's how they're going to treat her. And, uh, man, yeah, the hype machine is there. So, so good on her. And, uh, yeah, that's, that's going to be some big things when they, when they do it. So, uh, you know, and, and, and you know what, for people who don't know, you know, it's think of the old, like vignettes, like we see like wrestlers come in. Like I remember, you know, I go back a long way. Uh, some are better than others. Uh, cause like Skinner's, um, <laughs> why am I starting with Skinner? Uh, his vignettes were. I don't know, you know, I'm this Florida swamp guy, yeah. Um, you know, and, and like it wasn't great, but like Razor Ramon, like you knew right away, like that guy was gonna be something. You know, yeah. You, know, you want me to, you know, pay the check? You want me to clear the table too? Yeah, remember? <laughs> oh man, vignettes back in the day were, were hysterical. Um, some some were great, like the Razor Ramon ones, and then. Uh, uh, you know, and the Mr. Perfect ones. At that time, we already knew who he was, but it definitely helped out his character. And then he had Outback Jack. Nothing to say about that. Opening match was for the Undisputed uh, WWE Tag Team Championship, the Judgment Day, uh, defending their title 
against Cody Rhodes and Jay Uso. And this was a heck of a match. This was a match that can go either way. And I was surprised by the ending of this match. Not all the interference, because you had uh, you know JD McDonough show up, and of course uh, Rhea Rippling and Dominic Mysterio, uh, and anything to uh, you know to, to keep the titles with the Judgment Day. But as I always say, ah, miscommunication. JD taking out Damian Priest with the uh, briefcase hit there, and uh, you know, and the getting laid out on the table. Uh, Jay Uso, by the way, kicking out of a uh, hit uh, from a briefcase by Rhea Ripley. You know, and I think we've seen it before, and I thought like, oh, that's going to be it, but that was not it. Uh, but they ended up winning the tag team championships. Yeah, I, I did not see that happening. Cody Rhodes and Jay Uso now your tag team champions. Which, um, you know, you got your little dissension in Judgment Day. Uh, and we'll get to that later because there's more of that later in the show. But does this set up Sammy Zayn and Kevin Owens fighting for the tag team championship? Has this been a plan all along? We, we just never saw it coming until now. Um, you know, is, is this the last chapter in the story of before Cody Rhodes goes back to Mania and does his thing? It was a fun match. You know, it, it was it was a good match. Uh, you know, it's great seeing Jay in this spot. I mean, obviously, we knew Jay can do it, but, uh, you know, there you go. And Cody Rhodes, you know, winning a tag team championship for the first time in a number of years. So, fun match. Good way to start the show. Next match is your six-man tag match. You had Bobby Lashley and the Street Profits uh, teaming up, taking on the Latino World Order. And at first, it just, you know, Selena Vega came out with uh, Rey Mysterio and Santos Escobar. And it was kind of like a three-on-two match. And even though this match went 10 minutes, it just kind of felt longer than that because mainly it was the heels getting heat on uh, Ray and Santos. And uh, Ray is in the, in the ring. And then we hear this uh, new music from uh, Carlos, or I should say Carlitos. Yeah, Carlito is back. Yeah, no surprise uh, that he was going to uh, show up to help out the LWO. We saw him back of a backlash in May. And dude looked uh, ring-ready. And he came back. Uh, dude's 44, by the way, in case you're wondering. But he came back. And But here's the thing that kind of surprised me. Like, he disposed of the Street Profits uh, pretty quickly. You know, Santos Escobar had a great spot on Bobby Lashley outside the ring. And then uh, Carlito put away the Street Profits, and that was it. Yeah, that, 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 that kind of surprised me because, you know, I, I figured, you know, Lashley and the Street Profits getting this uh, heel run – uh, if you will, the, you know, the, the crowd seemed different. The crowd loves Bobby. I, you know, I don't know if they love the heel turned street profits. You know, I mean, I know you're supposed to like boo them, but I, I just didn't feel like that was there. I don't know. Maybe, maybe the, the crowd was like waiting for, uh, you know, for who was going to show up and anticipating the surprise, you know, CM Punk. No, uh, Carlito. And, uh, <laughs> uh, but there you go. Uh, we'll see what Bobby and the street profits do down the road here. And, and I guess Carlito's back. I guess this is the permanent thing. We shall see. Uh, then they had a replay of the uh, clip of uh, Jade Cargill uh, showing up at, uh, at WWE Fastlane uh, for the women's match here, the triple threat with EO Sky uh, defending against Asuka and Charlotte Flair. Uh, you know, this is a pretty good match for, uh, for three ways, you know, because it's usually, uh, and at first I thought this was going to be the case where, uh, you know, when Asuka spit the uh, miss in Charlotte's face, that is this going to be you know like a one on one match and the third person is going to sit out and then come in, but you did get instances where all three were in the ring, 
Uh, there's only so many ways you can do a triple threat match, but uh, but I thought this was pretty good. Uh, but you know, before the match, prior to that, Io told you know Bailey, you know, hey, I don't need your help. Let me do this on my own. But then Bailey did show up later in the match. And at first, uh, you know, things went bad for Io, and I thought like, oh my gosh, uh, Bailey's going to cost her the championship here. What's going to go on? And then Charlotte had Oscar in the figure eight, and then Bailey came over, and uh, the referee tried to stop her from getting in the ring. Uh, what you didn't see was Asuka tapping because the ref didn't see it. And then EO hit the moonsault on Charlotte off the top rope while Charlotte's in that, that position with the erased uh, figure eight. And EO pinned Charlotte Flair to retain her WWE Women's Championship. I wish, and I know they fought a couple of weeks ago in SmackDown, but can we just give Asuka and EO Sky, you know, 20 minutes just to go and, and just you no know, interference? Just make it happen and give EO a clean win over somebody. Uh, you know, I know there's a little bit of shenanigans here because eventually Bailey's going to cost her the championship. Uh, but um, I, I just want to see that because because they could definitely, obviously, they, all, all three of these competitors can go. Uh, by the way, Charlotte getting a little bit of booze in the crowd, which has not been a thing recently. You know, she is, she is the face and she hasn't been character wise as obnoxious <laughs> as of late. Uh, so I, I don't know what's going on there, but, uh, EO retains the title. I'm happy about that. And, uh, her and, uh, Bailey and, uh, the Dakota, Dakota sky, Dakota sky, Dakota Kai. Ah, uh, they, uh, so like Bailey now, uh, they celebrated outside the ring after the match. So, uh, one of the uh, surprises of the night was, well, I guess it shouldn't be a surprise because the dude, uh, you know, this is from that area, Pat McAfee, a long time Indianapolis Colt. He came out to the crowd. And I thought, like, oh, here, here, they're filling time because we've got two matches left, everything else. And then, you know, he introduces John Cena. Nellie Knight comes out and huge pop. And then the uh, the bloodline come out. And I'm like, wait a minute. I thought this was the main event. We're getting this now? <laughs> yeah, we are. Uh, Cena and Knight taking on uh, Jimmy Uso and Solo Sokoa and Paul Heyman with his uh, very gray hair at ringside. What happened there? Uh, I, I guess, was he not dying it? Is the whole, you know, because, hey, Roman, you've been away. I've been, you know, worried so much. Uh, or however they're doing that there. Uh, so a lot of the match was uh, John Cena getting beat up by the bloodline. Uh, that was uh, kind of it. And, and then eventually you got the uh, hot tag for Ellie Knight, and then chaos ensued, and then Ellie Knight pinning Jimmy Uso to uh, to win the match. Uh, you know, fine match for what it was. You got a little chaotic. You know, Cena, you know, passing the torch. And, uh, you know, it, it's it's a different scene now, but the, the crowd loves him. <laughs> you know, he did the five knuckle shuffle, the five moves of doom, and the crowd is is all about it, which is uh, it's kind of fun to watch that nowadays, you know, because here we are before, it's like, yeah, and now we're like, hey. <laughs> uh, so no surprise, uh, Cena and Ellie Knight win. And so, yeah, so both see a bloodline and uh, Judgment Day both lose. And I thought, like, you know, they had this thing like, hey, we're supposed to help each other out. Um, and obviously there was none of that at all. So uh, I wonder if that, uh, you know, comes down to something on Friday. It's weird how they could be sitting up war games here with those guys. But who would be the fourth on, you know, the other guys in the bloodline? Uh, there's a lot of ways this can go if we get war games. I guess we'll find out because it was a Triple H Coming to one of the shows. Is, is everybody going to Tuesday? How many promos do we get for Tuesday? Because you hear the you hear Undertaker's gong, and they got Oscar that's going to be there wrestling. John Cena's going to be there. Paul Heyman's going to be there. 
There's a lot going on. And Tuesday, it's going to be a big show. Of course, AEW's got their uh, Dynamite on Tuesday as well. Uh, well. It's going to be interesting. See how this plays out. See who It's it's a great great night for wrestling fans. Uh, you had uh, backstage, you had Judgment Day back there, and, uh, and Priest, uh, you know, wanting the cash in uh, tonight. It's like, I got to do it. I said tonight was going to be a do it. And then Rhea, who's kind of like taking over leadership of the uh, Judgment Day, telling Damien, you know, hey, your knee's messed up. Not tonight. You know, they all just kind of, you know, seem frustrated backstage and everything else. And, you know, just, just told them to wait. And so we get to the main event. For the World Heavyweight Championship, a last man standing match, Seth Rican Rollins versus Shinsuke Nakamura. And these two put out a pretty good match. Uh, you know, and, and the thing with, you know, and, and for a last man standing match, it was it was pretty good. Um, you know, Shinsuke is kind of like two for two in last man standing matches. One of these, I mean, he's lost in both. But the, him and the uh, match against, uh, against AJ Styles were, were both pretty good. Uh, and this was entertaining at times. Uh, I mean, some of the high spots, because it was going to be a spot fest at times, where uh, Rollins set up a table uh, or a ladder next to the announcer's table and was going to uh, do a move on Shinsuke. Shinsuke climbed uh, the other side of the ladder and put mist, sprayed mist, red mist, into Seth Rollins' face and fell back into the table. And it's like, oh, this is going to be it. Shinsuke is going to win the title. But Rollins uh, kept uh, getting up. Man, a lot of close calls with these uh, getting up at nine counts. And everything else, you know, I guess a lot of trust in your body to, to not trip over your uh, two feet because they're even a spot. And I saw it was coming when Rollins went through the table inside the ring and he slid outside the ring and just put his feet up that way, which uh, which is kind of cool. But the end came. It was in the amongst the crowd, if you will, in this one area where uh, Rollins uh, pedigreed Shinsuke and then did the Falcon Arrow through a table outside of uh, the uh, the ring area. And they both were down, but Nakamura unable to make it to his uh, feet before the 10 count. Rollins retained. He didn't celebrate in the ring, which I thought was kind of odd. Uh, but he celebrated in the crowd. And that was it. Uh, your matches for Fastlane. Uh, the matches were fine. It, it just it just felt kind of weird. Like, it was entertaining. And, I mean, I know there were some, like, small story progressions with uh, the Judgment Day and, you know, Rhodes and Uso and, and Neil Sky and Bailey, but but it just kind of felt there for the show. Like it wasn't like, a, oh my gosh, like if you missed the show, you just heard me talking about it. It's fine. I mean, you, you know, you, you could watch. You know, if you want to see the pop for Carlito's return, you want to see Ali Knight getting his moment finally, and uh, you know, in, in a big feature match with John Cena or Rhodes and uh, and Jay Uso winning the tag team championship. I mean, there are those things in there. But it, it, it's like it's the first time in a while that it just kind of seemed like, well, if you miss it, it's okay. You know, because you didn't really miss anything. But the matches were fantastic. All the matches were good. Uh, you know, so the, that's why I'm kind of confused how to rate it. Because, like, and the entertainment, you know, match-wise, it was fine. I mean, and I was surprised with the tag team championship change. Uh, but nothing else, I mean, it was like a big surprise. I mean, I would have, you know, like maybe seen Shinsuke win. Give him a title finally, or uh, you know, we didn't get a cash in because I thought like, oh, well, they put this match on last. We're going to get a cash in, and then and they kind of said, well, no, we're not going to cash in. So none of that was uh, teased or anything else. You know, Demi didn't change his mind and decided to come out or whatever. So we're we're going to see how that plays out. You know, as they, as they you know talk about Seth Rollins back. So uh, a fine show. The wrestling 
great. I, I give that a nine, but just but less than that. It's it's kind of like an eight show because, like I said, if you miss it, it's okay. You know, and it's uh, been a while since we had like a WWE show like that. Because when the show ended last night, I was like, yeah, you know what? If I didn't watch it, I, I wouldn't have missed anything. There you go. That is your uh, review of WWE Fastlane. All five matches. Uh, it was cool to see uh, the old Conseco Fieldhouse, uh, a.k.a. the Gangbridge Fieldhouse, which uh, was built to replace the old Market Square Arena. Because uh, I, I, that's where I saw uh, my first SmackDown show. Back in uh, 2001, so uh, it's been a long time since I've been in that venue. Holy cow, I used to live in Indy. I uh, moved out of there in 2001. But there you go. Anyway, so thanks for checking us out. The review of Eat Sleep Podcast repeats uh, Fastlane. And you can check us out on the web, fm99.com, 1069thefox.com. Anywhere you listen to podcasts, just search ESPR Wrestling, uh, Stitcher, TuneIn, SoundCloud, iTunes, we're all there. Somehow we're listed on imdb.com. I don't know how that happened, but uh, thank you. <laughs> Somehow, I don't know. It's up there. Uh, but there it goes. Uh, we're going to look at uh, Tuesday night being a big night for wrestling. We will try to review that this week because, uh, holy cow, uh, you know, is it going to be a big night for NXT or AEW? Who's going to get bragging rights? Oh, wait, bragging rights is WWE. Uh, who's who's going to get uh, be able to say, you know, a uh, big night. Age, Edge's wrestling debut in AEW or all the stars they stacked up in NXT. We shall see. Anyways, enjoy the rest of your weekend. And as always, make sure you eat, sleep, podcast, and repeat. Great day, everybody.